Hey guys, this is Mike Vidano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks on 365 Sportscast Radio Network. It totally it, did. It, it, it totally still went to it, six. Okay, the countdown. This is, is round two, everybody, of Sarcastic Remarks podcast because the first one deleted. Yeah, thanks so much, Riverside. Man, I did not work very well. Okay. Anyways. Um, the Stars won the hockey game in overtime, <laughs> and somehow Jason Dickinson did something other than exist. Hey, Ryan, hey, tell me I'm wrong. He's my man. He's my man. You're wrong. I just made it, want it to make it last. Okay. There you go. Like I said last podcast that got deleted. Didn't really exist. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't exist. If he, if he gets a, a goal in the next five games, I'm going to be a Jason Dickinson fan. But it's totally not going to happen. It's not going to happen at all because Jason Dickinson does nothing. Literally, all he had to do there was shoot it in an empty net. It wasn't an empty net. Come half on. empty. Sorry. No, My bad. No, it was not a half empty net. That's silly and stupid. No. You know what else is silly and stupid? You. Jason Dickinson. Jason Dickinson is not stupid. He's my man. Okay, today he's not silly and stupid. Today I love him. You know, you hear that, Jason? I hope you listen to this podcast. Chris doesn't like you. No, I love him. I just no, no, him. no, no, no. You, you don't like him. You, you said he he just exists. He's there. Yes, but he's today not... I love him because he scored the goals. Uh huh. He scored a goal. I told you he had numerous opportunities. You're like, Ew, he's not noticeable. I mean, that's get, the only opportunity I've seen. No, he had three opportunities where he just. Uh, screwed up on the shot. He just whiffed it or something. But oh, no, dude. he didn't whiff it today. He didn't whiff it. He did not whiff it today. All right. So, anyways, I said three games. So, I'm Mickey. Eat your words. He's gonna score another goal in three games. All right. Not happening. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is happening. All right. Um. All right. And. Most noticeable player of the game. The Klinger. Klinger. You like Klinger? John Klinger. He had a goal. He had a beautiful assist. Those dangles were nasty, dude. Absolutely filth nasty. Yeah, the shot was absolutely beautiful. I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better shot. It took it literally took four seconds for the Stars to score on the power play. That's, that's all we needed. We just need to go on the power play and we score a goal. Yep. <laughs> so, so that makes so out of our out of our what is that thirteen goals or is that twelve goals? Uh, no idea. No idea. Twelve, thirteen, one of the two. Okay. We have uh, a lot of goals and not a lot of five on five goals. They're all right, power plays. Right. So it ten of our thirteen goals or or nine out of our twelve goals, whatever it is, have been scored on the power play, and we have three other goals. We have the Lindell shorty. We got the Jason Dickinson uh, three-on-threes. Oh, so that's not even an even-strength goal. <laughs> it's even-strength. No, even-strength is five-on-five. Both five. sides are even. No, no. I don't, I, don't, I don't count it. I don't count it. And then the only five-on-five five goal we have is the one Radulov uh, tip. Not, not the super pretty one, but the one that's just as pretty with the backhand and out of midair. That that's the only five-on-five five five goal we've had so far this season. Which it, it it's a little bit cause for concern at this point, but I'm just happy that we won the game. We're three and zero for the first time since 2010 2011 season, and we're missing four of our top scorers. So go figure. Which is dumb. All right, yeah. So that's the other thing we talked about that uh, we have a lot of players that are either injured or just you know 
COVID protocol or whatever. So let's go through those. So out of nowhere today, Rope Hints decides to get a lower body injury. Uh, there's no information at this point that we know of. We just know that it's classified as lower body injury. Uh, maybe they have something on the post-game show on uh, Fox Sports Southwest and the, and Brian and uh, Sevy will talk about it. But yeah, but we don't wait that long. We bring you podcasts immediately. Well, uh, except when they screw except up. Except when they delete, and then we make another <laughs> one immediately. Right. And then, all right, so that's Rope. And then Jason, or Jason, Jamie, Jamie Ben looked like he was going to make his return tonight, but no cigar. So he yeah. practiced he this morning. He skated in the morning, right. yeah. Yeah, he skated in the morning and then didn't take warm-ups, which kind of let us know that uh, he's not going to be there tonight. And then That means he's probably likely on Thursday, though. Uh, I hope so. We'll see. Um, we're also out. Our, our best scorer from last year, Tyler Sagan, he's out for a good period of time. Uh, until uh, is he is he the one that's supposed to come b- before Bishop? I don't or know. Is... One of them's in March, and one of them's in April. I can't right. remember. I, I think I, he's in March. I'm not. I think he is sure. too. And then, um, so that's it was late th- March. That's three of our top scorers. Three of our top six forwards, right there. And then, uh, and then Kiviranta is technically a, a top six forward this year too. So Kiviranta yeah, is been, out definitely. as well. And uh, then, pro arguably, I think is the most important bottom six forward Blake Como he's yeah. out too because of COVID protocol so again I'll let you say that I think he skated the did he skate this morning as well I think he skated this morning as well but he just didn't play in the game tonight so. uh, I think I don't think he skated I think he's still technically in quarantine stuff I'm not entirely sure so then what did I see on Twitter it sounded like the, the, they made it sound like that he was sort of kind of out I don't know I don't know either. It's weird. Well, they won't tell us okay. stuff either. So, oh, and we're also missing one of the best goaltenders of the past decade who has been a Vesna finalist like five times. Right. But whatever. Who yeah. needs him? So so with all of that, we have some guys named Rick Gardner come in and Tanner Kiro who come in as well, and they play pretty well. They play pretty, fairly decent for some depth guys, and the Stars get the 2-1 to one overtime win tonight. So – uh, lots of good stuff to see from this team, and uh, you know, maybe I need to eat my words with Jim Nill, and uh, he's been a good GM, and he's gotten the right guys so far. So, and it, it just seems like this is like a perfect culmination right now. These the players that we have, and then the coach that we have that just you know happened to become the head coach because of extenuating circumstances with Jim Montgomery. And the perfect GM. Yeah, and- that's that's why I was so like upset last year during the playoff run when everyone said like, "Oh, this is the last chance that the Stars have." Like, if you looked at the young guys we had, there's no chance it was our last chance. Like, the guys we have coming up are fantastic. Uh, Delandria, who we haven't talked about yet, had second most time on ice for a forward. Well, technically, we did already talk about him, but you know. Yeah, and the and in the, the non-existent podcast. How many times but, can we how, can we dish out some stuff against him? <laughs> Whatever. Okay, keep going. Sorry. But he has 18, <laughs> 18 minutes fifty seconds time on ice, and he's a that's rookie. Amazing. That's that's incredible. And he played outstanding. Like if you watched the game, you definitely noticed him. There was mm-hmm. no chance you didn't notice him. And he he was playing great, great forecheck, made great passes, played well on the power play. Played well on three-on-three, three, I thought. So it, he's been outstanding. Gardner and Caro, for being nowhere close to NHL last year, 
they were playing very well for being thrown into the into the mix that fast. And like even dang, Pissick. Pissick did decent as a forward. So <laughs> right and I, I mean he was my no, most notable person tonight, not Pissick, but Delandria. Yeah. Like Mo- the, most uh, noticeable not on the score sheet. Not I on the score sheet, that. yeah. So he, he I mean he still got he still, still did really well and like you said he was all over the ice and it seemed like he was uh most noticeable. Uh two shots on goal, two hits, a block, he had a takeaway. Uh his faceoff percentage was exactly 50. So He's he's making his marks on the Dallas Stars team right now. So I'm really impressed with what I'm seeing from him. And also the last guy who definitely deserves a mention who hasn't gotten it yet. The greatest goaltender to ever live, Anton Hudovin. <laughs> Nine fifty two save percentage tonight. Stopped twenty of the twenty one he faced. And the one that went in was just a fluke that the guy puck chopped and it bounced off Haskin mm-hmm. and skate and right to a rookie in front of the net. So, that that's pretty. Hudobin's been outstanding the past three games. Like we've kind of glossed over that, but he he totally could have just been decent, and we would have accepted it because he's not a starting goalie really. But he's been outstanding, playing just as good as he did in the playoffs, if not better. Well, and the thing about uh, Hudobin is, and what we didn't get when Niemi and Lettinen were our goaltenders, when we spent all that money, like over ten million dollars on these two guys, was when we had those guys and we had the offensive flair that we don't have as much now, I mean, we still have decent offense. It's okay. It's not top 10, but we're getting the goals when we need them is that we're getting that huge save when we need it. That's definitely true. That was the, that was the biggest turning point in this game. And if he had not made that save on that power play, the last five minutes in the game, we would have been screwed. And it was a huge save. And not yeah. to mention, not to mention, not just that save, but he did it just last game against the Predators. The Predators had a huge opportunity, and he absolutely stoned the Predators on that shot. And everybody and, knows what I'm talking about. Everybody and the first game in about. the first period, the Predators had multiple chances that mm-hmm. could have gone in and started the game off in a completely different direction. He's made big saves in every single game he's played. And that's definitely true that Let- that Letton and Indiami didn't have that because their numbers are decent when they were with us, but mm-hmm. they just never made the save that we needed. But right. Hudobin and Bishop seem to always make that save. They always stop the shootout or the, the breakaway chance when we need it. They the always make the big pad save in the, the play, final yeah, minutes of the power play. Those guys are just clutch goaltenders, and both of them fight crazy hard. They both are digging for the number one job while both understanding who really is the number one. So I right. think having both of those goalies, is it's just fantastic. Right, it's awesome. And we're I mean, super lucky with it, honestly. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine if we had let Hudobin go? Yeah. I mean, We'd I don't think, it, right now. I, I don't think it would have happened anyway, and we probably would have brought somebody else in because obviously Jake Ottinger is not going to become the starter of the Stars right off the bat. We might have gone after uh, – you know, Lundqvist or Crawford or, you know, Holtby or one of those guys maybe in a free agency. But uh, we just yeah, – Without Hudobin, we have, have two losses right yeah, now. Right, exactly, exactly. The, those and, like, we, ha- we haven't talked about that the last two podcasts, but that's definitely true. Anton mm-hmm. Hudobin is outstanding. Yep, and unlike in the playoffs, he's kind of flying under the radar just slightly. I mean, everybody knows how good he is now. So it's almost like that expectation is there that, like – He's, he's meeting to make those it. saves, and he's doing it. Yeah, he's meeting it, exceeding it. So it, it's fantastic, and he's definitely earning his paycheck. Man, 
absolutely fantastic. I love Hudobin. And like you said, uh, 952 save percentage, 20 of 21 on shots. He saves. He was six for six on the on the power play when he was and when he was needed to be big. He was absolutely huge. Um, wow, just excellent job. And this is what I was saying during the during the preseason, right? Like one guy needs to get go off and get big for this team. Pavelski has done that. Pavelski has been that guy. And tonight it switched. Tonight John Klingberg had major hands in both goals scored one and basically scored the other one and Hudobin being on his a game just makes it so much easier like these games have been solid like even this game was close i still felt like we were gonna win it, mm-hmm. it didn't feel like we were gonna lose this game so right. it, and that's a confidence that teams who are in the top tier in the league they have that confidence and i think the star the only reason the stars have that is because they went all the way to the stanley cup final if we had yeah. lost against Calgary, I don't think we would have had this same confidence that we've started it off with. We, we don't have four of our top scorers. We don't have our starting goaltender. We had a defenseman play forward this game, and we won the freaking, freaking game. And I know it's against Detroit, but still, still, it doesn't matter. Detroit is still an NHL team. It's not like they're an AHL team. They've still won two games. Now, it's, it's out of seven, but still, who cares? They've they've been an okay team. Um, I, I got to mention somebody else that uh, I think kind of kickstarted the whole game for the Stars. Uh, my boy Justin Dowling. Yeah, in yeah, the, in the first two periods, he was him. definitely very noticeable. Yeah, and he was he had that uh, he was centering that awkward line with uh, I think it was him, Gary, and uh, Dickinson, the three of them. So we, <laughs> the first line went from uh, Jamie Ben, Gary Onoff, and Hintz to. Gary Hanoff, Justin Delling, <laughs> Jason Dickinson. <laughs> so go figure. And he he had that uh, that really good individual effort starting at the beginning, or well not at the beginning. It was probably towards the middle of the first period, and he drew a call. And that's kind of what it got, or what, it wasn't the first period. It was the second period that really got the stars started. And he, I mean, we he's not one of those guys that's going to go and you know pull out those highlight reel goals and everything, but. He was the one that gave us that gave Klingberg the opportunity to shoot the puck from the point. Without Dowling, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah, so he's the, he's the perfect display of the Stars' depth. Mm-hmm. We have the best depth in the league. He has 15 minutes time on ice, which for a depth guy is stupid. He had a, a 56% faceoff percentage, which is very good for someone who doesn't play every day. He played on the power play. He played on the penalty kill. He was a forward. He he played everywhere, and he did it. He did it great. He had two shots on goal. He had hits. He had blocks. I mean. He was just a great depth player, and he played it so well, and that's what he needs to be. He knows his job, and he does his job amazingly. And it, we're so lucky that we still have him and know the teams that picked him up. Right, and he, here's another depth forward. Well, it's not really a depth forward, but a bottom six forward, the, another the one that kind of stood out to me tonight was Cogliano. He was all over the ice tonight. He yeah, was, we expect that from Cogs, though, honestly. Yeah, that's true, but he was he was throwing a couple extra hits that he didn't have Big to hits. Do. Yeah, big hits. Oh, speaking of big hits, Kleinberg almost had that huge hit. <laughs> he went Bobby for the Ryan. hip check, everybody. Oh, and the he, hip check. And he missed it, but it was still hilarious. Um, and uh, I, I really wish he had connected with that hit though, because that would have that would have sparked us fantastic. even more. Yeah. So. Oh, and you know, here it is again, Pavelski. Yeah. Again, slides under the radar. Not really somebody we're talking about tonight, but he. I said Pavelski. Oh, you did. Oh well. But anyway, three games. He, he's on a three-game uh, point streak. Yeah, and he's the definitely season. the leader of this team right now, too. 
Right. Like, Definitely when, offensively, especially. Like, we're out Ben, Sagan, and actually Como is one of the bigger leaders in the locker room mm-hmm. from stuff that I've read and heard about. Well, so he wears the out, A. Yeah, we're out three big leaders, and, mm-hmm. like, Joe Pavelski is, is able to step in, and he he really looks like the leader on the ice. So it's really well, good to see. It really helps when we go in and uh, get those people – from free agency who have been former captains and stuff like that. And that seems to be a thing that Jim Nill does. He went after Spezza, who was a former captain. He went after, uh, you know, Joe Pavelski, who's been a former captain. And especially at times like this when, uh, you know, when COVID's uh, hurting hurting teams and we're getting a bunch of injuries and stuff like that, and it's showing up for the Stars tremendously. And I'm very thankful. Um, and well, and also one more thing. Well, these g- games they kind of look bad. Like we're gonna win two to one against the Red Wings. Mm-hmm. Like when you have that many guys out, you're trying to survive and win as many games as possible. Right. So this is the way that when we have guys out, that we're gonna win games. We're gonna scrap these games out, and we're just gonna work harder than the other team. And that's what we have to do. That's what we're gonna have to do every game until we get our goal scorers back. So hopefully they get back quicker, <laughs> so we don't have to mm-hmm. keep playing hockey like this. But it, it's fun to see less skilled guys grind out a win any way that they can. Mm-hmm. So let's enjoy it while we have this, and then we'll enjoy our pretty hockey again later. So is there anything that uh, frustrated you tonight? There were a couple things that frustrated me tonight, but was there anything that stuck out to you? Uh, it just it felt kind of like people weren't meshing well, so especially well, the to second. To be expected. Uh, yeah, to be, which is to be expected, yeah, because all the lines shuffled so much with so many people hurt. But especially the second power play unit, it was like they had they didn't really know what was going on, which like obviously because they don't play on the power play. But and then they, they didn't never play together. <laughs> yeah, and so and the forecheck, especially in the first period, was very bad. Right. That see that was the thing that I was going to point out is in the first period there was a lot of dump and chase, which again was to be expected. In a but game it was where... more just dump and dump and not really any chasing. Yeah, we we <laughs> well, and we would if we did chase it, we weren't winning the puck battle at all yeah yeah we would go in we'd hit the corner there'd be a couple of little scruffles down there and we would lose the puck battle in the first period now it got better in the second and the third but it it still wasn't where it needed to be yeah it it definitely got better throughout the game so i think i'm hoping that's just younger guys kind of they were just kind of feeling out the game and they got they got into it better but yeah I, i think that'll get better as these younger guys play more games all right, and here's another thing that's – it's not really frustrating, but it's more of a, a, a noticeable thing that's not very good. Um, Haskinen. Haskinen has looked a, a little off uh, to start this season, um, and which which kind of leads me back to the whole COVID thing. And I think that uh, he might have been one of the ones that uh, that – caught covid and actually showed symptoms and stuff like that because yeah because he, he was still one that very recently got off of it so he was one of the last people to to go back and join team practice i think like two days before the first game is when he practiced again right and he just he just looks a little off um he's not doing haskin anything that he he did in the bubble or that he did last season um there are several instances where you and i both were uh, on the Discord channel, watching the game together, we were both like, "Shoot the puck, shoot the puck," and it was Haskinen, and Haskinen has a better shot than Klingberg. And yeah, and which, he just which is weird because normally Haskinen takes it. He takes right. the offense mm-hmm. when they give it to him. 
which is what he should do. Him and Gurionov and hence, like, when they get a chance to shoot, they should shoot. So mm-hmm. it was weird seeing him not shoot. I, I'm hoping that's a coaching thing. Like, you get some film in front of him and you show him, like, why didn't you shoot here? And then he'll he'll figure it out. So I'm not too worried about it because I think Haskin is an outstanding player. So oh, I, 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 I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to rag on the guy, but it, it – I really want to see him do well because he's. This is hit the final year of his entry level deal, so he's gonna get paid. I mean, he's gonna get paid. Um, if if I had to guess, uh, you know, money wise, he would make somewhere up in the six, seven million dollar range, po- quite possibly. I mean, uh, Essa Lindell is up in five point five range, and uh, yeah, he'll get around I, 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 there at least. Yeah, and I just want to see him do well because. Uh, you know he's Hayskin, so. yeah. Definitely uh, think that'll pick up soon. Right. So, uh, and then the the last thing I wanted to talk about uh, with some it's not really a frustration, but again another noticeable thing, and I've already mentioned it, but is the lack of five on five goals. I, I mean, it's great that we're scoring on the power play and everything, but eventually that's gonna go away. Like the and, and it kind of did today. You know, hot wise. You know, I think we were what were we one for four? one for four. Yeah, which is still great. I mean, that's 25%, but that's not 70%. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah. Sorry. It's not It's not 70%. So at some point, the Stars are going to have to figure out, you know, how to get more 5-on-5 five five goals. And that whole shot from the point that we did in the bubble, I'm not seeing very much of that. And even Razor mentioned this in the game is – at the very beginning of the game, there's too, uh, there's too much east-west movement, you know, across the ice rather than up and down. So, and that again, that goes back to dump and chase. You get the puck, you win the puck battle, take it out to the point, let Haskin in or Kleinberg or Ale- even Alexiak. Alexiak's been pretty good, and I've noticed him, uh, you know, wanting to get on to the offensive side of the puck. Uh, but that's how we score goals. That's our offense, and we need to get back to that if we're going to get more five-on-five five goals. So uh, that's just something I – a couple of things I noticed from the game, which as fun as it is to win, there's always something that we can do better. So. In conclusion, the Stars are on a three-game winning streak. <laughs> right. Whoop. Yeah, it sounds like I'm sitting here complaining about us on like a four-game losing streak or something. We need to do this and we need to do this, and we're on a three-game winning streak with four of our top players out and our starting goaltender and a, a, a defenseman playing forward on the fourth line. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't believe that. That's a great game. Oh man. Okay, so uh, let's. I got a question for you, Chris. And I think this is going to be interesting. I thought about this. Does Ottinger get his opportunity to start on Thursday? If you're Rick Bonus, would you start him? No. Really? Why? Because Hudobin's been outstanding, and you don't mess up his rhythm. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see him get a start against a team that uh, is not expected to be a high-octane offense. Like, can you imagine starting him against Tampa Bay or, you know, Carolina or something like that? I mean, if there are first back-to-back team, I would say do it either way. Like, I, I know it, it seems kind of – like, that seems kind of rude. But, like, we, we should use him in the spots where we need him most. And where we need him most is in the back-to-back games. So whenever those happen, that's when we should use them. It doesn't matter if it's against Tampa. It doesn't matter if it's against Chicago. So I, I think, unfortunately, that's what we're going to do. Well, here's your here's your opportunity. Uh, 
the back-to-back against Carolina is coming up the 30th and 31st this weekend. So Yep, and I definitely I think, think he's he going to play that Sunday. Uh, you're probably right. And uh, well, that's an awkward start, 4 o'clock on a Sunday. That's weird. Matinee. Yeah, big – that's a not even a, a early matinee. That's a, like a in the that's middle a, of the afternoon matinee. That's weird. They have been trying to spread out games on uh, on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Nice. Just trying to get full days of hockey, so that's cool. Right. So, and you know, something real quick that I noticed just about the NHL before we wrap this whole thing up, because we we actually have been talking for a while now. Um, so, I didn't even know this, but I'm just going to mention this out just in case those pe- people that are not uh, in the knowledge of this, but the the NHL purposely did this. So, they put almost all of the games on Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturday, Sundays. So that leaves open Wednesdays and Mondays, right? So, like, I think yesterday there was one game on throughout yeah. the whole NHL, and then tonight there's, like, 13. And everybody was wondering, well, why are they doing this? And why this is so confusing? And it really isn't because I, I think what they were doing is they were getting themselves ready just in case they had to reschedule some games, which they've already had to do for the Stars and for the Carolina Hurricanes. So um, that's why they're doing that. And I think it's pretty smart. I couldn't care less. Let's play hockey. <laughs> right. All right. Anything else, Chris? Uh, that's it. Stars are good. Klinger good. Green good. Hockey fun. All right. Thumbs hey, up. Something we we haven't really mentioned much, but we have joined an online uh, sports talk radio station. 365 Sportscast, and you can find our live radio show on Thursdays at 3 o'clock, and we talk anything Dallas, anything that we want to uh, with the NHL, and uh, yeah, anything else. Yeah, it's free. Yeah, it is free. It's free. So So go listen to it. You can go uh, to 365sportscast.com and on your computer or Or the app. And there's an iPhone app. There's also the Android app, so you can go on and, and listen on there. And there's Three, a bunch six, of other five sportscast. And there's a bunch of other great shows on that too, including In a Pickle, which is one of my favorites. And it's about uh, it's a it's a baseball uh, shows. I, I would highly encourage y'all to go and check that out. It's not about the Rangers, so we can we can listen to it. It's okay. <laughs> if we had listened to a podcast about the Rangers, it'd no be super Rangers podcast. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I'm Ryan, uh, along with Chris. This is Chris! <laughs> this is Sarcastic <laughs> Remarks. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, wherever. And you can also find us on YouTube. Go and like us on Twitter at StarcasticR, and also on our Instagram We have separate YouTube videos, well. too. Go watch those. Yep, we're working on those, and uh, my job's getting a little bit crazy right now, but I'm doing my best trying to get some more uh, YouTube videos up there for you. There's also a new video up there about the Pierre-Luc Dubois trade, which we'll talk about in our radio show on Thursday. So, love you guys. Appreciate it. And we'll catch you guys Go on watch stuff. the flip side. Go Stars. Go watch them on Thursday night.